you guys listen, I'm just going to be fully transparent with y'all. Shit is fucked up, right? Like on a global scale and personally, there's just a lot of shit going on. <laughs> like, oh Lord, shall I play the intro? Welcome to the Mental Entrepreneur Podcast, a podcast that teaches you how to build your business online without losing your mind. Each week, I'll give you practical steps on how to grow your online business and how to maintain a full cup. I'm your host, Chanel. As fuck. You guys, with all this chaos going on around us, one thing that has really kept me and so many others pushing forward through all this is meditation. So this week, I had the opportunity to interview Brennan Lagman, a meditation and mindset coach. Now, Brennan has been in his field for 11 years. He holds a bachelor's in social ecology. He's an accredited coach with the International Authority of Professional Coaches and Mentors. And Brennan has taught across and spoken across nine different countries. So I, during this interview, I really wanted to just go deeper into how practicing meditation can help you stay balanced during times of extreme uncertainty, you know, like a global pandemic. <laughs> so I'm really glad I was able to talk to this expert about this subject. So, okay, that's enough of me. Let's get into it. Brennan Lagman, meditation and mindset coach. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing wonderful, and it's such a pleasure to be on your podcast and to finally connect and talk about meditation, mental health, mindset, all that stuff. It's such an important conversation to be having at this time. So, yes. yeah, I'm so I'm so happy. I know, right? It is. It's super important. I think uh, on October 10th um, was World Mental Health Day. So, and, and this past oh, week, yeah, this past week was um, Mental Illness Awareness Week as well. And so I know, you know, just from the conversations we've had and just different posts that you've put up and stuff, um, you're, you're really transparent with your journey. So just kind of tell me a little bit about, you know, how you got to where you are right now. Ooh, wow. That's a question. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I will say, like, what is so crazy is, I mean, one, like, when we're talking about this is important, it's important for the world, but um, I think it's also so important for our community, for the Black community, you know, um, and so I think that you know, we were never really taught to prioritize self-care and, and well-being, but also mental health, and, and I think in so many ways, we were never taught to prioritize health. Um, and so being of service in this way and not only just being an example, but being able to share these tools with, with people in the community is like so, so important. Um, it's like a form of our own kind of liberation. Um, but my, my journey um, was full of trauma and it's really interesting because I never thought, really realized how traumatic my journey was. I thought it was just kind of normal. I grew up with child abuse and my parents divorced when I was four and it was like textbook worst divorce you could ever think of. Um, and 
I was kicked out when I was 12. Um, and then I, I moved around. I've been to 18 schools, so I was constantly moving. Um, and so by the time I reached college, the recession had happened and my um, parents lost our businesses and we lost our home. And then my parents moved to China and I was alone in California. And I'm one of six kids. So I was, I was 17 years old. I was 18 years old. I was just starting off. I was completely alone in Orange County, California, one of the most expensive places. And, and I was getting kicked out of school. I was living off nickels and dimes. I was eating at the dollar menu. And luckily I had a fraternity and my brothers helped me out, but I, I was essentially homeless uh, multiple times. And so I, I went into a really dark place. Um, I felt very alone. Um, and it wasn't the first time I'd say it was like the, maybe the third time already in my life at 18 that I had a full depressive episode. Um, and I was taking a lot of drugs. I was drinking. I was taking like seven or eight ecstasy pills. Um, my friend, I was friends with the drug dealer who like lived in my apartment. Uh, no, who would leave his stuff at my apartment. So I, even though I was broke, like I would always have people with partying things around me. And like, I hung out with all the partiers cause I was in a fraternity. So it was just like the worst formula for a depressed person with no right. money, right. <laughs> you know? And at one point, like I felt everything slipping away so far. I woke up one day, I, I took so much ecstasy that I blacked out and I had chewed up the insides of my mouth and I couldn't eat for a few days because I was filled with like canker sores and I just felt so horrible. And I was just like, you know what? I'm, I'm done feeling like this. I, I want to be free. And so my yeah. mom actually discovered this form of meditation and I, um, called her up and I was like, Hey, can I try it with you? And I, and I did it with her over Skype and it just, I felt immediately peaceful and connected to myself. And I stopped instantly. The next day I stopped drinking and I stopped taking ecstasy and um, I became so passionate about meditation. I started teaching it to everyone. I started teaching it to all my fraternity brothers, every I would teach it to strangers, to homeless people on the bus, to coworkers. I would invite them, hey, do you want to come to the park? Do you want to try this? Do you want to try this? And I just started teaching it as much as I could. Um, and then that's like the first leg of my journey. But I came out of the closet when I was 2000, in 2016. So I was um, 26. Mm -hmm. um, and that was like the second leg of my journey because I was doing all this meditation for years and part of the meditation that I was teaching there was also like a religious community um, connected to it and I, I joined that community and then when I came out of the closet I was kind of excommunicated from it. it's like a like a cult basically okay. um, and so I, I stopped meditating completely because the all the tools of meditation that I used for self-care were also tied to the death of that community and it was right. just too painful so for the, for the past, you know, three years up until 2020, up until COVID happened, uh, or no, actually it was starting getting back into meditation last year, but um, I really, really went back into a really dark place, probably the darkest place actually, where I was 
suicidal um, multiple times and I was anxious and depressed. So it was like, that was like the second leg of that and, and then reconnecting to meditation in the past year um, was like my second kind of rebirth, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that because meditation and and like you mentioned, COVID, um, it's it's been extremely important <laughs> during this whole oh, thing. Yeah. You know, there's there's been a lot of people that have succumbed to to COVID and the, just the loneliness that it brought. You know, if you already were battling any type of mental illness or even you know a physical illness that affected your mind, it's been a really really rough time. So, Absolutely. yeah. So how is what you said you recently got back into it, like around last year, where how thankful for you were you for meditation and knowing how to even do it by the time COVID came around? That's a great question. And um, I just I had something to say about what you were saying. I, I've had a couple friends already lose themselves to suicide. Um, and I had a, another friend post the other day, like they were on the ledge, you know, they've made this post that to me was um, a cry out for help. Luckily I was able to recognize that. And I reached out to them. It was this um, woman that I, we were like strangers. We were like acquaintances in like ninth grade, <laughs> you know? So I, I didn't even remember how we met, but I reached out to talk to her and she was like, you know, you saved my life. Um, so I know that people are really, really struggling there. Yeah. Um, but uh, for me, it, it has helped me. Well, you know what? I'm in Vietnam. So the thing is like COVID here ended. And so Americans are still stuck in it. So like over here, we're okay now. Um, we, we Everything closed down in February. And then they were very serious about the lockdown here. Everyone the police were like mandate wearing masks like vietnam actually handled covid the best of any country um, we've already gone through our whole second wave and like life is very normal for us over here but i think on a collective energetic level because we're especially as an american i'm still aware of, of what's going on back home so it puts me in a unique position especially working with americans where not only do I have meditation, but I also have everything is open here and I can take care of myself. Right. Right. You know, um, but when I, when it was closed, cause we, we closed like two months earlier before America, um, it was particularly stressful because you're in another country, you know, like right. you don't know what's going to happen. And, and the, all the schools closed here and that's like the bread and butter for foreigners there was, I was really, really stressed. I was like, what am I going to do? I don't have money to, to go home. I don't, I didn't plan for this. And then the borders were closing. Like it, and it was, it was a very stressful time. Yeah. I saw so, that yeah. happening. Yeah. So meditation was really important for me. It was really, uh, I was very lucky to have those tools. I'd say I was very privileged to have those tools to understand, um, when I teach meditation, you know, I don't just teach like, oh, close your eyes and clear your mind. Like I really have a lot of knowledge in how things that go against meditation work. How do negative emotions that draw you down, where do they come from in your energetic system and how do they arise and how do you remove them? And 
thoughts that steal you from peace, how do they arise in your energetic system and how do you remove them, right? Yes, so it's I love that. more than just right. It's more than just like I think a lot of people do this kind of aimless thing, right? They're like, all right, meditation means close my eyes for 20 minutes and hope that something profound happens. <laughs> you know? And for that's me, exactly like, what people think it is, but right, it's totally like, not. Well, <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, close your eyes and, and this is how it works. And then if you're feeling really negative emotions, here's where they're coming from. And here's what you can do to lessen the impact of those emotions on your awareness, you know? So I think that it's, what I have to teach is even more powerful in that sense, because if you are at home and you are struggling with anxiety or whatever, I can give you specific tools to clear that anxiety away so you can clear your mind. I think that's like super, super helpful, especially if you're an entrepreneur. I mean, even if you're just working from home right now, that's super important because you, there's no, separation you know what I mean like when you work oh God, where yeah. you live <laughs> it's really extremely difficult to balance and mm-hmm. I mean even before COVID I've worked from home for basically my entire adult life right and so I also homeschool my sons so it's oh, like wow. I have all of these moving pieces going on at home and so it's I definitely have turned to meditation to try to carve out my little place of peace (laughs) at home right because it's yeah and yeah and I I agree so much and I think that was really stressful for me when I when I we had to teach online and I was just in I live in a studio (laughs) you know so I was like oh my god there's literally no separation like I'm going (laughs) crazy in here um but you know I think where meditation expands like you were saying carving out my my place of peace Mm -hmm. where it expands in 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 those situations is when you carve out your place of peace and when you operate from a place of balance you know, you become the source of balance. And so in this kind of natural way, I, I, I think of it as like a great analogy is when you pour water on um, soil and it takes some while for that, uh, a while for that water to kind of percolate down into the soil to permeate down. And so when you really reach a quality in your meditation where it starts to percolate, then that balance kind of like emanates from you and and you're able to create that balance in your life because you're experiencing your life from a more balanced place you know what I'm saying exactly so I mean that kind of brings me to um an article that you just wrote about like three horrible effects of an overactive mind right because when your mind is overactive trying to find that balance and that peace is extremely difficult so just kind of tell us what those three effects are and kind of like you know some tips and tricks on how to stop it and fix it okay yeah that's great I mean first of all um thinking is not an inert thing you know like just because it takes place in this kind of like invisible space within us the conscious mind doesn't mean that there are not actual physical things that are happening as a result of that Hmm. thinking. So, 
in my psychology course, um, I took the human stress class and that class was so interesting. We were learning about how, um, as we have evolved as human beings, like we used to, let's say we used to be hunters and gatherers and pretend, you know, you're out on the savanna and you're walking with your tribe and all of a sudden like a cheetah appears or a lion appears. And so your body has this mechanism that when it perceives a threat, it initiates all of these um, biofeedback loops and these mechanisms that prepare you to deal with the stress of that threat. So a lion comes and the sympathetic nervous system is activated. So all of these stress hormones enter your bloodstream, your um, pupils dilate, your heart rate increases so that you're able to run as far as you can and to think very quickly and get away from that lion. Um, and we're no longer living in the savanna, but that mechanism is still here. So now nice. we have different, we perceive a threat that is not necessarily a physical threat. So yeah. I don't have rent. I, it's like, it's not, this thing's not going to come eat me, but I don't have rent. Or I don't know when they're going to open the borders. That's a stressor, but right. I, don't, I don't need to run away from it. And so I'm sitting in a chair and instead of expending all of that energy and running and getting it out, my blood vessels are dilating. My blood pressure is increasing. My heart rate is increasing. You know what I'm saying? So right. our thoughts alone and our perceptions of stressors actually cause so many physical, physical health issues. And it was shocking in this class. So the physical health issue, issue I talked about in this article was cardiovascular disease. Um, and so when you are perceiving multiple stressors, um, such as money, for example, it's such a huge mm -hmm. stressor when you right. live in like poverty for so long and you're living paycheck to paycheck and every month you're perceiving that lion, which is how am I going to get money? Right. Over time, your nervous system is in shambles because it's constantly thinking there's lions everywhere and so it can cause hypertension it could cause high blood pressure a lot of cardiovascular issues are caused because when your blood vessels are constricted you're not able to move the um, nutrients and so you can get blood clots like all of those things right so that's like the the biological thing was with the heart and then of course it affects your relationships mm -hmm. um so when you are stressed and you're depleted, then you're not able to show up in your relationships the way that you need to. I'm sure everyone has experienced this where exactly. I've experienced it in mine where like, I don't know if I'm just taking out all my shit on my partner or if right. I'm actually upset with them. Right, <laughs> you know what I mean? right. Yeah. I mean, just those two alone, I relate to I mean just from both sides so like being the person who's seeing it in their partner and being the one experiencing it so it's like yeah it's it can be uh, uh, a lot it can negatively like you said it could negatively impact your success too so like I right, think, that's the third one. Yeah, so I mean, it it really ties into the first two, just because if your relationships are in shambles and your physical health is in shambles, then obviously your business is going to be in shambles, right? Right, and it's, yeah. it's like what I was saying before, like operating from a place of peace, right? Yeah, 
you're, when you're operating from a place of like stress, like, oh my God, oh, there's so many things I have to figure out, which is like 80% of the entrepreneur's life, <laughs> you right. know, like having all these moving parts and how do I, how do I fit them together? It, it can cause analysis paralysis. That's what I wrote in the yes. article. Um, the symptom of feeling like you have too many choices, feeling overwhelmed by the pressure of, of trying to make the best choice, right? And so sometimes we get caught in the thinking because we're thinking so loud and we're not able to move towards the doing, right? Exactly. And so meditation, it, it helps you to, to calm the thoughts so you can see the best path forward. You know, like the thoughts or the yes. noise about the path, but it's not the path, you know, so we get so caught up in the thoughts. That is so true. I Yeah, like my very first episode for this podcast actually was called Plan Then Manifest. And so it's mm. like when you're overthinking and your head is just constantly running you kind of tend to do a lot of planning, but then part of that is obviously implementing it, right? Like you, you plan these things, but you have to still do them. <laughs> but when you're right. Yeah. So when you're overthinking like that, then it's just kind of like, wait, I'm just constantly stuck in planning and I'm never, nothing is manifesting here. That's why I'm still in the same place I was last year. And people, right. And that's I've seen why people, yeah. I've seen people ask that question. Like, oh, I'm seeing everybody around me, you know, get married and they're getting promotions and starting businesses. But, you know, I'm still sitting here living paycheck to paycheck. You know, what did I do to deserve this life? Well, it's kind of what you didn't do. Yeah, you exactly. Know? And because what keeps you from acting is doubt, self-limiting belief. Like you have this plan and then you, the thoughts impact you by, by saying, oh, that's not the best option or you're doing it wrong, you know? Yeah. And so you end up just get like, let, let me make a new plan, you know? Right. Let me plan this like step, <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, and exactly. There. exactly. And now you have I, 10 plans think, and nothing done. Right. And that's where I think the coaching is so valuable, you know, yes. like, especially if you're an entrepreneur, but I think everyone should have a coach, not just entrepreneurs because coaching at its very essence is like a way to get out of your head it's just someone yeah. asking you guiding questions and yep. helping to create accountability and be like all right I see that you have it all in your head we're gonna get it on paper what are you gonna do tomorrow tell me exactly, <laughs> like, oh, exactly. I'll do this but what if I if I do that and this happens shut up don't doubt it <laughs> you're gonna do it tomorrow and then <laughs> right. you're gonna report back to me <laughs> you know exactly exactly so that's why so... I'm, I'm yeah go ahead well, I was just going to say, so speaking of, of the coaching, you're doing a challenge that's starting this week, right? The five-day challenge? Yeah, five-day meditation challenge. So, yeah. So just tell me a little bit, like, what the challenge, what you're hoping to accomplish by the end of these five days. Like, what's the end goal for participants? Um, so the end goal for participants really is to experience what a meditative practice can bring, even in just a short amount of time. And I want to highlight the word experience. I think that this is so important because everyone is reading about things, listening to podcasts about things, listening to YouTube videos about things. And rarely are people having the experience of meditation, right? Yep, and exactly. so 
I, I want people to step out of the idea that knowledge arrives at you through reading and consuming information and realize that true knowledge arises through experience, <laughs> you know, and that's Absolutely. the only way that you can experience this. But not only that, like I have very powerful tools and people feel incredible results when they meditate with the tools that I have to give them. I mean, people who have meditated for years already yeah. tell me I have no, I had no clue that I would experience silence in myself in just 10 minutes with, with you, <laughs> you know? And yes. so I want people to feel how simple this state of peace is, how they can get there very easily. And they don't need to do 10 years of shaving your head and going to a <laughs> right. monastery, you know what I'm saying? And, and it can really happen. And so my goal is to really see that this magical system that is built within us, we're, we're tapping into an energy system, the parasympathetic nervous system and a source of energy that exists kind of dormant in the body. We're tapping into that. And when that is awakened, it creates the state of meditation within you using the body's kind of natural meditation mechanism. So we're tapping into that. And so I want people to realize that all the answers that they need exist underneath their skin, that they are born in this incredible human instrument that is not only capable of creating a stress response, but creating a meditation response. And that is within them and they don't have to seek outside to find it. Yes, I'm here for it. I'm really, that just really excited me. Like <laughs> I'm excited for the challenge. I'm definitely joining for sure. Yeah, so, absolutely. You should, I mean, you should tell yeah. like five people. <laughs> absolutely. Like, I mean, for sure. Like, like 11 years doing this, you know what I mean? Like as much experience and education that you have doing this, like, yes, I'm for sure going to do the challenge with you and definitely yeah, five people. <laughs> so tell me what the dates are and how I can join the challenge. Okay. Um, so the dates are, it starts Monday, um, this upcoming Monday, which is October 12th. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's Monday through Friday. I am in Vietnam, so I will be going live every day at 10 PM this time, which is 8 AM Pacific time and 11 AM Eastern, Eastern time. Yeah. 10 yeah. And yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so that I will be going live at that time every day in the group and I'll be talking about a meditation topic. And then I will also release a guided meditation video. So there's two things. There's kind of like the lecture and then there's the video for people to follow along and practice and they can use those videos at any time. I will also release a printable kind of PDF journaling prompt and like a kind of ho a homework assignment to kind of combine the meditation with the reflection. So instead of just reflecting, it's like you're meditating and when you expand your awareness, you're then reflecting. So it's very, very interactive. Um, and yeah, so that people can, if they want to join the challenge, they can just join the Mind Aligned group. It's just Mind Aligned. 
um, on, on Facebook, Facebook, right? Okay, and, gotcha. Yeah, and everything will be done through that group. So all of the materials, all of the recordings will be done through that group. I want to explore um, some of the, the different forms of meditation and, and help people understand how they are different and, and like what are the kind of benefits of the different types. Because, you know, there's so many different types of meditation right. out there. There's going to be a lot of that and a lot of like the how, like how do thoughts steal you from your meditation yeah not just like because a lot of people <laughs> only focus on the destination right they're like right. okay meditation makes you peaceful and so people are like all right but i'm doing this and i'm not feeling peaceful okay well let's talk about what steals you from your peace right and then let's talk about how to remove that so we're going to be doing a lot of that and i've got some fun kind of homework or like fun activities that people can do um, in between the sessions Yes, I mean, I'm definitely here for that one about how to stop these thoughts from stealing my peace during my meditation, because I definitely get scatterbrained. And then, you know, you're trying to meditate. And next thing you know, you're thinking about what to eat for dinner. <laughs> what do I have right, to do with right. the kids? Like all these different thoughts. Yeah, so I'm for sure here for that one. I'm going to link it in the show notes as well. Yeah. Yes. And so I think that is definitely one of the unique um, kind of offerings that I have as a teacher. Unique positioning yeah. for me is is the how. I meet so many people who are like, "Oh, I've done. I went to a silent silent retreat and mm -hmm. I sat for ten days in silence." Right. <laughs> okay do you know what was happening do you know <laughs> like you know like I, I i do this thing i do this body scanning every day and i hope that it makes me feel more peaceful and it's like that's like saying i'm driving and i hope i get there <laughs> like, right. you know, like you need a map <laughs> you need exactly. to know like what is the one <laughs> what is like the wrong turn and how do you like stay on course right and so there's so many practices that don't get into the juice of the how <laughs> you know and yes. so that is something that like, if you are listening and you have tried meditation, you're like, you know what? Nothing really resonates with me or I don't, I just don't get it. You know, I can yeah. guarantee you, I can actually bet you, I will bet a hundred dollars to anyone who goes through this, that you will, if you stick with the five days, I will bet you a hundred dollars that you will experience complete and total uh, state of meditation for at least a minute or longer, which which is a long time for someone. Like I'm talking, complete peace for at least a yeah. minute or longer. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely interested in doing it because, like, I got more into meditation during this whole pandemic situation, and so it is helping me. But I know that I can go deeper. You know, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah, definitely yeah. excited for that. So okay, like, to, <laughs> to, yeah, yeah. to to round everything out, I, I have like this broad final question. It's always like a random question when I do interviews. So the question for you is, what is your definition of peace? What is my definition of peace? You know what? Can I tell you a spoken word? Absolutely. I, I'm here for it. I love <laughs> about <spoken> peace. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a spoken word about peace. Um, and I wrote this during the 
2016 election cycle. Um, and I think that it's so pertinent for right now. And mm -hmm. I think that it's just the perfect answer to this. <laughs> um, okay, ready? Yes. All right. In the Rubik's Cube of conflict, at the intersection of climate change, in the complex puzzle of poverty, I recall the missing piece. Peace. Like an old friend, forgotten. What we need is peace. I wish that peace would pour over us, pitter-patter like raindrops in the forest, washing the filthy soot of progress from her leaves, permeating deep, deep into the dirt of confusion. I wish that peace would flow through us like roaring rivers, crashing over boulders of blindness, cascading over cliffs of separation, and carving through mountains of ignorance, revealing canyons and openness of mind and depth heart. I wish that peace would blow through us, we blow through the barren deserts of parched hearts, caught in a mirage, arid expanses thirsting for nourishment, like the earth's drying floodplains, melting glaciers, or burning forests. I wish that peace were our banner, that we were at war with war, a conquest against conflict with tranquil bullet shells spraying fragrant unity, <laughs> piercing the hearts of all people. Imagine that peace were prosperity, that our economy ran on equality, equity was our demand and fairness our supply, that we were lucrative in satisfaction and rich in equanimity. Imagine not imagining our world peaceful, our world complete. It doesn't have to be a dream. It doesn't have to be a myth. Peace, because peace is living. Peace is life. And it starts here in this very moment. Every thought, every word, every action or inaction that you take reverberates into the world like ripples on water's edge. So, when an answer to it all seems unobtainable, it all makes so much sense. What we need is peace. What we need is true peace. Not just the peace that is the absence of discomfort or the absence of dialogue or the absence of radical change, but a peace that is just and equitable and accessible for all. And that's it. Boy, you better talk about it, okay? Yes. <laughs> I had to mute myself because I was like, come on. Yes. <laughs> yes, church. Yes, Pastor. Let's go. Right. <laughs> Come through. Exactly. Yes. So yeah, I mean I guess inner peace is like just peace is like alleviating all of that shit, yes. you know, Absolutely. and finding that within and you know, it starts with you that it reverberates like waters. Like, and that's um, really the bottom the line. Yes, is that it starts with right. you. And I, you know what, right. I think, I hate that we're in this global pandemic situation, right? But I think, <laughs> excluding the death that has occurred, you know, obviously that is a very traumatic situation for the people that have lost loved ones due to COVID. But I think there are, were a lot of people that also kind of woke up you know and realized 
I need to do something different because this isn't working. Yeah. <laughs> you it's know, inner work. Let me tell you, yeah. because this world, this capitalist structure has stolen us from ourselves. Absolutely. And we're talking about generations of a, of a society that squeezes the labor mm -hmm. out of, out of human bodies. And so the, um, we're so focused on, contributing to building and building these empires and doing that outer work that we don't even have time to face the shit that we're carrying exactly. that has arrived through all these generations so forcing people to sit with themselves and and not be able to distract themselves with the noise of outside stuff mm -hmm. like that is so powerful and i'm excited to see where we go from here you know Yes. And that's why the work you're doing is so important. I'm so excited. Um, let me just state again, Mind Aligned, the Facebook group, is where you can join the five-day challenge. And it starts on, you said, October 12th, Monday, October 12th, correct? Yes. And yes, 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern, and... I'm excited. I'm already a part of the group, I think. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'm so excited and come along. And I'm going to yes. tell everyone, if you are listening and you are joining, please don't keep this to yourself. I want you to think of five people that can use this because like I said, my fraternity brother just took his life two weeks ago and he was hanging out with friends that night. Yeah. He went home that night and everyone was shocked. They were like, he was just with us. And he took his life and he was so sad and so depressed. And so if you can think of anyone who you know, even if, they're, if you haven't heard that they're struggling now, but you know they struggled in the past, like this is so valuable. Or and people struggle silently, you know? Exactly, yeah. right. Don't just, you know, join for yourself. I want you to think of, you know, three people, five people that you can and, and invite them as well. Absolutely. Well, Brennan, thank you so, so much. It's always a pleasure talking to you. <laughs> yeah, it's such a pleasure. But you know what? Let's be real. Just on the last note, we, how did we meet? We met in the beehive. Like, let's be and real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Our shared so, love. Like, we got a shared love. Beyonce. If you really want inner peace, you got to meditate and you got to join the Beyonce fandom. Okay, like that's the truth. Yes. <laughs> like <laughs> if you ain't got uh, meditation and playing Beyonce in your self-care routine, then you are not living life, you know, you like really doing exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, let me talk about how meditation and Beyonce save Period. you. Like, let's <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I mean, no, for so real much. though, like for real, for <laughs> like, real. Be, like, be, like, yes. Me, like, I mean, like, really, though, like, this music, <laughs> this woman has made music for us, you know, exactly. like, if I don't, there were times when I was at my darkest loneliness, and I'm telling you, like, Beyonce's music has saved my life, like, I, yeah. when I'm, like, the day that I am in the front row, whenever I am, I'm gonna say, Beyonce, you saved my life, like, on my It's <laughs> happening, Listen, we are, it's happening. You, you're coming. You're coming to Houston. You know she's from here. You're coming to Houston for the next tour. Oh, you're going to be in the front row. Period. Okay. Oh hell yeah. Oh absolutely. <laughs> yes. Yes. All right. Well, yeah. It's such a pleasure talking to you, and I'm so excited to see you there and see everyone there and see where we go from here. Absolutely. Thank you so much. 
Thanks for joining us this week on the Mental Entrepreneur Podcast. Come say hello on Instagram or Twitter at Chanel AF underscore. I also invite you to visit my business website at triplelegacylife.com to request a free life insurance quote. As always, subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you're really feeling fancy, make sure you leave us a review so we can continue to bring you fresh content. Thank you so much for listening and see you next week.